Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe and Jenny from the Afternoon Mix, weekdays 2 to 7. And recently we had a chance to catch up with the talented and a very entertaining artist, Oliver Tree. We caught up with him before his show at the Aragon Ballroom. We talked about his song With You, and he also helped out with some dating prompts. Yeah, catch all that, plus hear about him scaling the Great Wall of China, the time when he was arrested for riding the world's largest scooter, and more right now on the Mixed New Music Club podcast. Oliver Tree, thank you for being here. What is popping, baby? In the studio, welcome to Chicago. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing really good. Back in my hometown, for those who don't know, I lived here till I was six years old. I grew up in the south side of Chicago, and uh, my grandfather actually had a deep dish pizzeria right here in the south side of Chicago. So it's pretty epic to come back. That's why I'm doing my first stop on the tour right here in Aragon Ballroom on Saturday night. Only a couple tickets left. But wait, there's more. I got grandma's 96th birthday. And she's going to be potentially coming out on stage. We'll see how she's feeling. She's been a little under the weather. But she's coming, and I'm going to get everyone to sing happy birthday to her. And we don't know. It may be her last birthday, so you want to be there for this one. There is so much going on with that introduction right there. First off, so many questions. Um, How long did they own the pizza joint for, and Uh, what was it called? 46 years. It was called Eye of the Tiger. But it's no longer, and my dream is to bring it back. Okay. And create, wait for it, the first ever deep dish Michelin star clothing optional pizzeria <laughs> in South Side of Chicago. <laughs> that would be the first of That's its kind. That's my dream, and I'm not going to go out without a fight. We know you can do it. Please <laughs> make you. this happen. We actually just came from a class on how to make pizza. Mm-hmm. So if you need anyone to help kick things off. I like off, this. You guys, you guys want a better <laughs> job than this place? Yeah. Because I can get you sorted. We're in. No health benefits or anything like that. And it'll be minimum wage yeah, starting levels. Okay. But it'll be, I promise you, a fun, non-hostile perks. working environment. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And Go I'll ahead. sing a song every blue moon for you guys. Oh, I got okay. the voice of an angel. It doesn't happen often, though. All right. So. See ya. <laughs> um, I love that you're at the Aragon Ballroom because that Thanks. venue is like so fitting for you. It's iconic. Have you seen the inside of that place? Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, I came and saw Weird Al Yankovic play there. Okay. Nice. So it's a big deal to come back and play this thing. And the show, I've been working on it for five years. So it's a mixture of a movie, a TV show, a concert, obviously, but also a play. 360 Entertainment, so I got WWE Wrestling, I got some karate moves, I got scooter stunts, I got motivational speaking, stand-up comedy, and of course, some of my signature belly dance moves. So. <laughs> There's so much going on. Okay, with five years in the making, do you think that was enough time to give you for it's this? It's never or enough was time. It not enough time? Never enough time. But luckily, I've taken this tour across from Bali, Indonesia, all the way through Australia, Europe, the UK. So this thing's well-seasoned. I'm bringing it here as my first stop on my U.S. tour, but this thing I've been working on for five years, and I've been touring it for many months now. So this thing is well-oiled and ready to rock. Okay, I want to bring up your scooter stunts, because I know you set a Guinness Book World Record for the largest scooter ever Thank ridden. You. Thank you. And that is correct. I did watch videos of you pulling off some stunts against like a professional competitive yep. scooter racer. Do you still do not that? racer freestyle? Freestyle. Freestyler. I was in the pro am. Had a bad yeah. crash in high school that threw me out of the pro circuit. Uh, broke both my wrists, the thumb joint that connects my thumb to my hand. Got a bad concussion. Doctor said you should never scooter again. Of course, I continued to scooter, but. It was more recreational at that point. There is uh, footage of me online competing <laughs> against the number one scooter rider in Australia, Ryan Williams, which I took down. Uh, guy's a poor sport, poor loser. But that's nor here nor there. I did build the world's biggest scooter as well as crash the world's biggest scooter. And let's not forget, 
about four months ago, I was arrested in Los Angeles for riding the world's biggest scooter through traffic. So there's what a bit of a history. Of, what part of Los Angeles were you riding the scooter? Were you like on the 405? Or well, the we tried to take it to the 405. Unfortunately, we didn't make it that far. <laughs> uh, but it was through... Um, like La Brea? Were you going Melrose. down La Brea? Melrose. Melrose? That kind of area. Okay, all right. That's a solid area. But yeah, we didn't get as far as we had hoped. And plus, that thing is not easy you know, to ride. We had I had two people pushing with me. Yeah, we didn't get as far. I was going to say, where do you store it now that it's been done? Where is I it stored? I can't talk about that. <laughs> I'm not supposed to get into At logistics. Is it in Los Angeles? That was one of the questions it, we asked not oh, to Oh, it's not on about. the list. Okay. Yeah, 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 Someone yeah. told me that part. Okay, I'm sorry But that, that being said, um, it's in basically a missile silo uh, north of the border in uh, Arizona. Area. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it later. We we'll talk about that map, after we, when we're yeah, not we on air. Here. But, yeah, but now, let's try to keep everything, yeah. stuff we can use for the That's interview. That's right. Okay, so scooters, stunts yeah. in the show. Yes. Tell us, we like choreographing all I these moves. I choreograph everything myself. Um, and, yeah, basically, you know, against the doctor's orders, I am still doing stunts, and uh, the show is no different. And there's some scooter stuntery, uh, as I call it, uh, a lot of people call it scooter sorcery, but that's uh, nor here nor there. It's a different thing. That's yeah. a whole different yeah. thing. Yeah, and yeah. Um, there's a little bit of a black magic component involved, but I can't get in into the that show. You'd have to go and say, yes, <laughs> yes, we, yeah. we, I've been called a wizard uh, by some, but not the Harry Potter name. Um, like that they give you. Bro, I can't get into this type of stuff <laughs> right now. I don't put on the list spot. of questions again. <laughs> well, technically, it's not, but it should be. <laughs> Well, your life is like full of excitement. We saw you just got back from Hong Kong. Last night, midnight, came in. Filmed the Thank Great you. Wall of China. That now, how long did it take you to do the portion of the wall so, that you did? Basically, the wall is about five and a half thousand miles. So, unfortunately, I only made half of it. In a day? No. It said 17 <laughs> months to do the whole thing. Yeah, 17 months. So, <laughs> unfortunately, I didn't get to do the, the length I was hoping for. But uh, that being said, I was only there for two days. Um, but I was across China for the last two and a half weeks. Over the last two and a half months, I have successfully managed to touch down on all seven continents. So I am coming back to my hometown in Chicago last night at midnight, returning from my seven continent odyssey. Woo! And I was able to perform in Antarctica, which that was insane. I filmed a documentary, a feature length documentary on the process of that. Um, was it on like a ship or were you on We were on a ship, but we land? got to explore on land as well. Yeah. Okay. So the the, sh the concerts were mostly all in the ship. I unveiled my new project, Dr. Oliver Tree, which is a DJ project, which for those of you who are not familiar, I used to be a DJ. I played with Skrillex in high school when I was 17. That was my last show. And my returning show was now 13 years later at age 30, playing on Antarctica, um, NATO-owned land. Um, it's not really part of any continent. It's a continent, but it's not part of any country. Technically, it's just shared by a bunch of different people, but um, it was mind-blowing. The greatest trip of my entire life. There's not enough words in the English dictionary to be able to describe what I saw. It's like trying to explain riding a bike to someone who's never ridden a bike. Uh, so I'll save you guys the time. But mind-blowing, yeah. life-changing. I'm so grateful that I survived this journey, too. I mean, with all these experiences and now leading up to this tour, which you say is a concert, a TV show, a film, a Broadway show, all in one, and it's been five years in the making, at what point in your life was this the dream? Like, when did it happen? When were you like, I need to do this? Um, I think it's always been, and I've just figured out ways to con people into helping fund it. That's the real thing is it's not about... When I began is when I could trick people 
<laughs> give me the cash that I have not put into my own pocket, but invested entirely into my art. And you will see that at the show. And I don't live anywhere. I don't own a house. I don't pay rent. Instead of buying a house, I put it into making this show. I do have to bring up your hair. I'm sure you. Thank love you. I don't want to talk about the hair. That was the first thing on the list. I'm not going to ask. I was going to ask because I know one of your friends said, "What gets the views is showing up looking silly." Are looking you the pretty. one That's who decides your hairdos? Because <laughs> it's like the most iconic. I decide everything. Hair. So really? down to. All the outfits I designed them myself. The hair is a hair style I invented called the bullet, the bull cut the mullet. The bullet. So 360 party. No, I used to have a mullet as well. I would but rock a, a mullet. This yeah, is but a yours bullet. is a bullet. Yours yeah, is a bullet. You combined it's two post-mullet. of the most popular hairstyles and iconic hairstyles. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we do want to thank you for being here, and we do actually have the box of possibly Stop, unfortunate no questions. If you want to oh pull that tiny God. little hand and dare to answer oh any question in there. With the little rocker, that's my signature. Uh, How I, did you guys know? I knew that was going to be your signature. <laughs> you guys made this box for me? I feel so just lucky in my I mean, it, wasn't, it wasn't just for you. But yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, and these are none of the questions that I had given specifically to not ask. I mean, mm. look, I didn't Probably make the box. <laughs> I didn't make the box. Okay. All right, what do we got first All right. question? All right. What's the funniest insult someone uses on you? I mean, there is so many. It's hard to narrow it down to one because I am like um, a guy like me is just a walking target, you know, for people to make no, fun of. Yes, no, no, yes, of not course. At all. With a haircut like this, I mean, it's yeah, an iconic as luscious haircut. and beautiful as it is. Not Jealous. everyone gets the vision like mm-hmm. you do. I don't get okay? it. I don't get a lot that, of haters yeah. out there. Uh, funniest insult someone used on you? Okay, so one time. I played an NFT convention, uh, which, you know, those are words that are unholy. You know what I mean? But I didn't yeah. sell NFTs. I played a concert for an NFT. And essentially what happened was, um, and oh, by the way, I'll put this out. Oliver Tree does private performances. If you want bar mitzvahs, birthday parties for the right price, I will play. So I played this private event where the real moolah is, right? Right. Okay. So if anybody is an oil tycoon <laughs> out there listening, Oliver Tree can be bought for the right price. Now, that's all I needed to prefix this with. But essentially, I'm playing a private gig at an NFT convention. I'm wearing five hours of prosthetic makeup so I can look like one of the NFT characters, which was my idea, which was a horrible idea because it was way too much work, way too much trouble. I didn't even have to do that, Mm -hmm. but I want to make it special. So I'm out there. I'm playing the show, and there's no security because it's a private event. There's only like 100 people there because this is for this exclusive type of event in New York City. And this guy somehow manages to make it on stage, and he has his hat, and he's trying to put it on, and I have a mohawk and a prosthetic face and a prosthetic body, and I'm like, not on my watch, buddy. So I put the dude in a full Nelson chokeslam and take him down to the ground. I start wailing on him, and then the footage leaks out to TMZ. It goes out there, and then the, the funniest insult ever that someone used on me was the, in the comment section of this post, which made the rounds on TMZ and Complex and all the different media outlets. People are like, this dude beat up his one fan. And you know what? Shout out to that one fan. I'm sorry that I beat you up. You know, that's actually very cool of you to say. Like, to but come I'm not sorry. Say, I'm not even oh, wait, sorry yeah. that I beat you to a bloody pulp. It was worth it. Right, should, should, I do, should, should I do another yeah, one? Yeah. Do another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is one thing you'll never do again? Beat up a fan. <laughs> that's what Jeremiah Jeffrey told me to say. All right, let's do a third question. <laughs> that one was so easy. What was the most disgusting thing you've ever seen on tour? Well, at the Rubber Ducky Derby uh, about two years ago, they you know how they put the green water into the Chicago River? Of course, yeah. Well, do you guys know what the green water actually is? I thought it was like uh, environmentally That's safe. what they want you to think. <laughs> what is it really Diarrhea at the dub. <laughs> There's always diarrhea at the Ducky Derby, and that's something that- So they take that. They take that, and they put that into the mainstream water when all the tourists are there to- and Because they can get away with it. 
the water's green already. Who would guess? We're all taking pictures. Yeah. Celebrating. Everyone thinks it's all <laughs> yeah, fun and like, games until People someone jumping falls in, in the water. water. Yeah. What happened to my nephew? He fell into the water at the Ducky Derby. <laughs> no one's seen him, bro. Well, we found him, but he was really sick. Do you have like footage of this? Of you guys like seeing them put? I wish I had my camera on rolling. <laughs> ah. It was Doesn't such a shame too. But he fell in, and I could. I you should have seen his face. The look on his face was priceless. And this little dude, he's nine years old. He's a tough cookie. But even him, bro, he he got very ill. And actually, we had him hospitalized for about two weeks. Uh, wow. They put him into a medically induced coma. Wow. It was really crazy. Is he but okay he's now? Fine. Is he he's all right fine. now? Yeah, okay. he's fine. All well. Right. He broke his leg, but that was a separate thing. Should I do one that more? Was great. Yeah. What's the worst date you've ever been on? So that's funny because that year at the Ducky Derby, I went on a date, right? The same on the same day as the Ducky same Derby. Day, where same day. Well, it was the same year. It was the same day. Same year. year. It was yeah. like it was the next day. Okay. okay. Or it was the day before? I can't remember. I go on this date, right? So I take this girl. Luck of the Irish, right? Right after St. Patty's Day. It's basically like I'm in this this Irish bar, right? It's like. Everyone in there, orange hair. It's like the Ron Weasley family convention, okay? I'm looking around, and all of a sudden, okay, this smell, this stench is coming through the radiator. And Jeremiah Jeffrey, he was 99% sure that this was actually from the diarrhea, and they brought me clams out that was fresh out of the river. You had clams on your first date that after the Green River. And so not only did it smell like diarrhea, but yeah, you can guess it. What did your date I had diarrhea for three days, I thought. I never spoke to her again. I don't even know what happened to her. I'm hoping she's all good. Clarissa, if you're listening. Yeah, if you want to say something I'm to so Clarissa, sorry. this is your chance. Uh, I feel like I need to put out one of those misconnection things on uh, Craigslist. Clarissa. But Clarissa, I just want to say I'm so sorry that I ordered the clams on the first date. That was a bad move. And I'm so sorry about the smell and the atmosphere. And everything basically fell apart. Well, I'm so sorry that you've had to go through that. because you. You But it's really last time I ordered clams for yeah. a meal. And so. don't ever order clams. I had a yeah. first yeah. date with clams right around the rubber ducky derby. <laughs> now we know. <laughs> but I'm happy that we brought up dating because McCabe's on his own dating journey right no now. No way. What yeah. happened? Yeah. Well, well, he's trying in the to same get... boat. I go on like one date. Well, I didn't say we were in the same boat. Don't put no, you no, near me, bro. I didn't have the clams. Um, I need your help. Just on give props. up, dude. Just no, give look, up. I'm You're too old for this. Shot. How old are you? I'm 41. Yeah, yeah, I would give up right now. <laughs> what, really? You don't think there's like no, a chance? No, of course there's a chance, bro. <laughs> what if I rolled around with you? Bro, would that help? I would. Would that help, bro? Would that? Would that? Would that decrease my chances? I am the number one wingman in the South Side of Chicago area. That's what I'm talking about. So you can help me out with this. I can help you. What are your questions? I got your answers. Setting up his dating app prompts. Okay, you know they ask you a little lead in. First of all, you probably shouldn't even respond. I would not. I I would. My first rule is you don't even. Happens. You're the wingman. Let me speak. Let me speak. You got it. You're giving too much away, man. You got to be the the mysterious guy. You need an element of mystery, and I think that's what you're lacking. Mm. Okay. Uh, how how tall are you? Five nine. <laughs> you're five eleven at least. Okay. You're six foot, dude. That's the first <laughs> rule. Okay. You're six and a half. Six feet and tall, a half, dude. Okay, I can wear some bigger shoes. All right. Okay. We'll give you cowboy boots. I used to use that trick all the time. <laughs> you said you're Irish. Yes. You're not. I'm not. Okay. Okay. You're British or something. You got a funny <laughs> accent. Okay. You need, to, you need to work on your British accent. <laughs> All right, I can do that. It sounds good. Uh, it's gonna need some work. Okay, Maybe okay. do All Australian right. okay. or something. Right. Get, South I'll, African. We'll do whatever. Uh, you can practice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not now. Not, not the time. Okay. <laughs> this is not the time. Okay. Yeah. All right. Pretty much the key to dating apps is you want to be someone you're not, especially for a guy like you, McCabe. Okay. So I'm six foot, not Irish. Six and a half. Six feet. We'll and a Six four. Six four. Six four. Non-Irish. Blonde hair. What do you have? Blue eyes. 
I, I don't know. They're green, okay? They're now green? they're green. Okay, now That's they're green. That's rare. All right. You don't want blue's pretty boring. Are you writing this down, Jenny? Are you getting I, all this? Wait, you should be writing what? this down. No, you don't need to do anything, no, she's bro. doing the prompts. What's another prompt? Well, first of all, first of all, your name's not McCabe. That's a dumb name. What do we get? What should be my name? Your name should be like Abe, Honest Abe, something like that. You know, something trustworthy. You know, or or something cool like Julio or something like. I have a friend named Julio. Well, now that's you. You got to take whatever's the coolest things from everyone else and just put that on. Apply yourself in a way. You're, okay. You got to evolve yourself. You don't look cool with your scarf and with what? your spiky this is my hair. Thing. Oh my! Oliver. I got to help Oliver. you out, bro. What do you have against you scarves, man? I never said anything about you. You said my hair looked stupid. <laughs> I said it was iconic. Oh, sorry. Okay. That was the last host. That well, was the last you too. Before you get invited. Okay. All right, first of all, you didn't even help out with my dating prompts. <laughs> <laughs> I just insulted you for free. You can thank me later. You can pay me. I take cash out. Uh, but hear me out. Okay. Okay. Maybe get a beard. Or something. You got to mix it up. Dude, whatever you're doing is not working, okay? So the scarf has got to go. Scarf's the first thing to go, bro. I didn't even have to tell you. No, I'm keeping the scarf. All right, well, it is cold. Can you just accept with it? What else do you need on the I just want to know, like, you've got your show this Saturday at the Aragon Ballroom and your album, Alone in a Crowd. What do you have to say about it? Well, I got to say, McCabe, you wouldn't be so alone in the crowd on Saturday (laughs) night if you had just listened to my three basic rules of humanity. One, wake the f*** up. Okay. Two, get your lazy off the couch and three go do that and that's just a little sample of my wow. seminar i will be giving saturday night at the aragon ballroom i will be there first in line and if you go there it's the perfect place to find love there's gonna be so many cool people at this venue all the coolest people in chicago all six thousand of the coolest people are gonna be at the aragon ballroom at oliver tree yeah we're gonna be there thank and, you, know, you speaking so much of love can you just give us one thing on with you just talk about yeah. with you so with you is a song about being in love and something that McCabe you may never experience but that being said (laughs) I'm sorry bro but some of us are meant to experience love and some of us are not and guy like you I wouldn't get your hopes up (laughs) but a song with you wait 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 wait. before you kicked me off song like with you is what you would feel if you would have just listened to my three simple rules (laughs) you too could potentially find love in the greatest city in the entire world Chicago, my hometown. I am so grateful to be on the greatest station in the nation, 101.9. The Mix, your boy, (laughs) Oliver Tree. Thanks for having me. Oliver Tree, thank you you for being here. Thank you so much. Hey, it's McCabe and Jenny from the Afternoon Mix, and thanks so much for listening to the Mix New Music Club podcast. If you liked what you heard, then you should check out the Mix New Music Club on 101.9 The Mix. Yes, Sundays through Thursdays, 9 to 11 at night, hear the newest songs from your favorite artists or discover new artists.